Hey, I'm Chris Cooper. I took a 200-word blog and built a $25 million mentorship company from it. It wasn't easy, and I had to learn some huge and expensive lessons along the way. But now I'm sharing those lessons with other business coaches and mentors and high-level entrepreneurs in this podcast. Want to chat with me? Go to businessisgood.com and click join the movement. We'll see you there. Is your business a democracy? I'm Chris Cooper. This is Business Is Good. And years ago, when I was running my gym into the ground, let's face it, it was in really rough shape, I thought about making the gym a co-op. And what I would do is I would just sell shares in the co-op to every member, and then they would share responsibility for decisions. Like, oh, the bathroom's not clean enough? Well, let's get together and have a meeting, and you guys can tell me what I should do. And it's your responsibility as much as it is mine. And maybe the co-op would vote me to be the president of the co-op or something like that. But the reality was that they would share in the blame for the business failing. What I was really doing was trying to share the blame, of course, but also avoid responsibility. Hey, the business is failing, but it's not my fault. It's the board's fault. It's the co-op's fault. And what I had to learn from that was that being the owner really means being willing to bear the weight of responsibility. It's up to you as an entrepreneur to make the decisions and bear the consequences. You get the upside if you make good decisions and you also bear the downside if you make bad ones. A lot of your staff won't see this risk and really it's this risk that separates the owner from everybody else. You open up your business and you are willing to take the risk that there would be a potential downside. You're Staff, of course, wants to share in the upside, especially when times are good. But what separates the owner and earns them the upside is that they were willing to risk it in the first place. Now, I know this is scary. It's a big burden to carry. But if you share decision-making and you build committees in your company, what you wind up with is a bureaucracy. In a bureaucracy, everyone is safe because nobody's accountable. Bureaucracies change slowly because they can't make decisions. They never fix problems because they can't audit themselves. Think about if you're in the States, think about the IRS or the DMV. If you're in Canada, you can take your choice. You can pick the CRA or you can pick a provincial bureaucracy like the Ministry of Transportation. These are terrible experiences for you and you get frustrated every time you have to deal with them and you can't get anything done. Their websites don't work. They're open from 10 a.m. until 2 in the afternoon. They're closed on every conceivable holiday. The organization exists to employ people, not to serve you, not to solve a problem, not to serve a need. Your business is not like that. You exist to solve a problem or serve a need for other people. Of course, in your business, You want discussion with your staff. You might even want debate. You're working with smart people who are often better at their job than you would be. But at the end of the day, somebody has to make a decision and be held accountable for it, and that is you. In my biggest company, Two Brand Business, one of our core values is evidence-based decision-making. We use data to help us make decisions. Ultimately, I make the decision. The mentors on the team, and it's a huge team, we have 70 of us, they talk about those decisions. They question the decisions sometimes. They'll say, what about this? What about that? They'll bring up cases that are on the fringe that I never even thought about. They'll bring up questions and maybe even concerns about process that I just generally don't see every day. But at the end of the day, 
even though we have those discussions, the decision still gets made, even if not everybody agrees with the decision. Because we don't need consensus. We need clarity. Two Brain is a mission-driven company. And that means that people are willing to act on my decisions, even if it's not the same decision that they would have made themselves. And in your company, you need clarity. You don't need their votes. You need their trust. How do you earn their trust? By being willing to make decisions that nobody else can make and by also being willing to live with the consequences. I'll give you an example of trust building. When my daughter was born, it was our first baby, and um, she had the, she came out with the cord wrapped around her neck. And so, of course, her face is blue. And my wife can't see what's going on, but she knows that I never get rattled. And even in stressful situations, and she saw the look on my face, and she started to get very concerned. The doctor could have said, don't worry, Dad, we got this. He could have worried about my feelings. He could have tried to calm me down. He could have even been democratic and said, okay, nurses, what do you think we should do here? Instead, he said, give me the baby. And he took the baby to the sideboard, quickly did what he had to do. And the next thing we knew, Avery was fine. Was his bedside manner perfect? No, not at all. I was left to wonder and wait and worry. But the reality is he did what he had to do to solve the problem. And in a situation like that, that is the doctor that you want. You don't necessarily want the person with the best bedside manner who puts your feelings first or gets distracted by calming everybody down. You want the person who will act and get the job done. That doesn't mean that you have a free pass to be a jerk and just boss your staff around. But what it does mean is that you build trust by taking responsibility for your decisions, whether they turn out well or whether they turn out poorly. It also means that you have to communicate your decision well. You can't just hold it in your head. There's a previous podcast episode where I shared the CALM model, C-A-L-M, for communicating with your team and with your clients. In brief, C-A-L-M stands for clarity, assurance, leadership, and movement. So in a crisis, the doctor could say, clarity, the cord is wrapped around the baby's neck. Assurance, I've done this a thousand times before. Leadership, nurse, hand me that scalpel. Movement, I'm doing this, I'm solving it. That's it. If you're leading a company and you're going through a price increase and you need to communicate that to your staff before the price increase goes out, you could follow the same model, clarity. Hey, uh, we need to increase prices by 30%. Assurance, some clients are not going to like this and some clients might leave, but in the long term, this is necessary for the growth and continued success of the company. Leadership, if anybody has questions or concerns, you send them straight to me. You don't have to deal with that. I will deal with that. Movement. I'm sending out the letter on the 12th, okay? You need to be able to answer questions about your decision. It should be supportable. So when your, when your staff comes back and says, well, why are we raising the prices now? It's close to Christmas. Or why are we raising the prices in a recession? You should be able to answer questions because you've thought it through. Those questions have occurred to you. And on very rare cases, uh, you must be willing to change your mind if logic is on their side. But ultimately, the decision has to be made or you will just stagnate. And you have to have courage sometimes to act on it. If you're really, really scared to raise your rates and your staff is like, well, why don't we wait till after Christmas? But you've already made the decision to do it. You might be tempted to backpedal and say, yeah, you're right. And so you have to constantly ask yourself, am I just letting myself off the hook here? 
am I just, am I trying too hard to appease a staff member instead of doing the thing that I know what to do? Because the reality is that nobody but you is qualified to make the decisions that you have to make. Your staff does not know what it's like to own the business. They do not have the context that you have. They haven't been through all the trials and tribulations and lessons that you have. They haven't paid for the mentorship that you have. They don't know what you know, and they don't have the investment that you have. They have never taken that risk. And so their opinions have to be weighed you know, against that. They are speaking from a position of no risk. They're seeking, speaking from a position of relative safety. They're speaking from the position of less experience. You know, their only experience in business is probably as a consumer. And so, of course, they're going to say they want lower prices because they don't understand the value equation as well as you do. Ultimately, there are a lot of reasons that you don't want to treat your business like a democracy. Democracies in business become bureaucracies. Bureaucracies lose money. They can exist only because your tax dollars support them. If they had to support themselves, they would be bankrupt in a day or they would dramatically improve their service, streamline their expenses and justify their existence. Your business is not a democracy. It's a meritocracy. The best business people win. The best business people aren't always the smartest people on their team. They're not always the hardest working on their team, but they win because they make decisions, repeat the good decisions over and over and over, and they learn from the bad ones. They don't avoid making decisions and they don't try to put things to a vote. In shorter form, they don't avoid responsibility. I'm Chris Cooper. This is Business is Good. And if you deserve to make more or do better from your business, I hope the new year provides that for you. Thank you for your service. Thanks for listening to Business is Good. If you'd like to chat about this episode or the blog posts or podcasts that I put on the Business is Good site, just go to businessisgood.com and click join the movement. We'll see you there.